Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Nathan Barker. Now, many of our listeners are aware of the upcoming fan film Never Hike Alone from Vince DeSanti over at Womp Stomp Films. Vince has been on the show back on episode 86 and also called in on our call-in special back on episode 101 to give some recent updates. For those of you that have seen the trailer for Never Hike Alone, which you can find on YouTube, you will notice that it seems to be a one-on-one sort of thing, hence the title of the film also. So now that we've heard from Vince a couple times, I'd like to welcome Drew Lady, who plays the main character of Kyle McLeod. So thanks for joining me, Drew, and how are things going your way? I know you guys just wrapped up some filming recently. Yeah, yeah, everything's going pretty well. We are almost done. We're just doing a couple more pickups. Yeah, Vince has pretty much given us a lot of the details. I just thought it would be cool if you could come on and kind of talk about some things that you guys have done. Uh, Vince has given a, a few things here and there about your character, but I thought it'd be nice just to kind of hear, you know, right from the horse's mouth. So how did you actually get involved with this project? Um, well, so Vin and I have known each other for probably five, five years now. We worked uh, in a, an animation studio when we first met, and while working on a feature film that just came out this year called Rock Dog, uh, we'd sit down with the storyboard team, the director, producers, um, editors, and usually during lunch we'd watch other animation films, um, which nothing, had nothing to do with horror, but we'd sit there and watch these children's films, see what worked, see what didn't work, and kind of help build our story that way and navigate everything. And one day everyone left the office at lunch, and they all went through their own thing except for Vin and I, and... He sat down. He's like, what do you want to watch? I was like, ah, you, you wouldn't like my style. And he's like, no, 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 just w- whatever. I'm, I'm open to anything. I was like, he's like, what do you like? I was like, uh, horror films. And he's like, no way. No way. So right away, we kind of hit, hit it off right then. And that was the beginning of Never Hike Alone, pretty much. You know, I think maybe a month or two later, Vin came to me. And he's like, I just want to pay some homage um, to Friday the 13th and make a trailer. And this was like three years ago that we set out to make one trailer, didn't work. And then a year ago, we came back and reshot that trailer and did it a lot better the second time around. So at that point, did he say, you know, hey, I want to write this. Will you help me? Or did you have any hand at the initial stuff? Or was that all his idea before the first trailer and everything went down? Um. I didn't, ha- I mean, we had kind of talked about it and joked about it a couple of times, but I think after that first trailer, I didn't have too high of expectations um, as far as the script coming along, but I think knowing then, he probably had multiple, he, had, he definitely had multiple scripts in his head. Uh, had anything been written down? No, I don't, not that I know of, but I'm sure he had a few different ideas and by the time we finished that first trailer, he came to me and he's like, dude, we are, people love this. We need to like make a script. And so I was, I was all in at that point. 
Awesome. Now you mentioned that you were a horror fan in general and having spoken with a lot of Friday the 13th alumni, a lot of them over the years, some of them will say, you know, Hey, I really wasn't a fan of Friday the 13th. It was just a job to me. I'm a horror fan, but not much of a Friday fan, et cetera, et cetera. Where did you stand on that prior to Vince getting you involved in the project? Um, I would probably say I was about the same. I wasn't a big Friday the 13th fan. And I love horrors, thrillers, anything that's going to get my adrenaline pumping. That's kind of the genre I like. But I remember when I first saw Vin's costume, I was blown away. And then I think that, I mean, I, I've watched a few of them, and I do like them, especially um, the maybe second through fifth are probably my favorites. But to see Vin go from being this amazing director, very creative and everything, um, and he's so hands-on, he's done literally every department on Never Hike Alone, but he would step into his Jason outfit, and, and he would start playing Jason the second he puts on the mask. He just, like, it, it's scary to be on set with him, and it's great, too, at the same time, because uh, you never know what to expect next. It's fun. That made me fall in love. The Steven's passion made me fall in love with Friday the 13th. Awesome. So that actually basically brought us another Friday fan, just simply being involved in UC and all that added uh, added you to the, the Friday family, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it, it, that's the other great thing, too, is that I never knew it was such a tight-knit franchise with everyone so supportive of each other, and that was Something that also blew me away is just the amount of respect that everyone has for this franchise and love for it. That's amazing. Yeah, I think Friday fans are the best, not just because that's my favorite of the the horror you know franchises, not just because it's my favorite, but Friday fans in general. To me, having attended a lot of conventions and other other things, and just talking to a lot of people, everybody always seems to say that Friday fans are the best. Even some of the actors, they say that, and it is a large community. Obviously, having 12 films and all the collectibles, the fan art, all the conventions, T-shirts, I mean, the collectibles and the, the, the autograph market, there's just so much involved with it. It's just, uh, it's huge. And it's nice yeah. to see people like yourself that might not have been aware of it. And now that you have seen it, you're like, wow, you know, I had no idea. So that's, that's awesome to hear that we got, you know, another yeah, fan out of it. Fun. It's definitely one of those things that, you know, I've, I've met a few uh, fans that have helped us on the project, actually, and, you know, really just pushed the project, which for us was amazing because we only have so many people that want to hop on board with this or that are able to because, you know, we're doing this basically out of our pockets. And to have the support from people and people who are taking the time out of their weekends or days off just to come in and help us finish this thing has been one of the biggest blessings and so for me, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, this is great. But then at the same time, it's so funny because we may not be the same, but we have all of these different similarities that, you know, I've, that we love about each other. And I've made so many connections. And just the people on set that I've worked with on this project have become almost tighter family to me than people I've known for years and years and years. Like some of my friends I've grown up and it's, that's another thing that makes me love this project and the Friday 13 franchise. Yeah, I can imagine. And I've seen a lot of the behind the scenes photos and some of that stuff. And it looks like 
just wow, this thing looks like it's being shot like a Hollywood production. I know this is obviously isn't when people hear the the words the words fan fan film. Most people think, oh, they're out there shooting it with their cell phone or some shit like that, and that's certainly not the case with this. If anybody who has seen the trailer, they know that this is some serious shit, and that you can tell yeah. that in the behind-the-scenes photos. It, there's a whole crew of people. It's not just Vince and you and a couple other people. There's a whole squad, and I just think oh, it's, yeah. it's awesome and really looking forward to it. Vince has done it right, and all you guys just look like you've done a wonderful job, and just you know, kudos to everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. You know, as long of days and um how much we work and everything and how much sweat we put into it at the same time we all have fun together bullshitting and you know everything that once we get offset it just becomes relaxed and you know we'll sit there we'll have a couple drinks watch a movie bullshit and just basically that's one day we had our one of at the end of our shoot we had our producer and our ac uh wrestling showing each other jujitsu moves or something like that. And it was, you know, it's a blast to be with those guys. So I, I left out with this project for sure. Oh yeah. I can imagine some of the shenanigans that would go on just like on an, on any other film set, even yeah. though it's not as big as a traditional one, but obviously there is a full squad. So I'm sure there's all kinds of nonsense going on behind the, the scenes mm-hmm. and some joking around mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Majority guys, you know, that's the, the other fun part is that there is no censoring with, especially with uh, some of us. Um, the ones I feel bad for are the girls. Like we have uh, one of our ADs was, she came in kind of late and she kind of got tossed in the ringer on one of our bigger shoots. And then we have um, our makeup artist works on like American Horror Story, Fear the Walking Dead. And she's been with us from the get-go pretty much. And But she also, you know, she's, I'm sure she gets a little bit thrown back at some of the things that we do once we uh, all get together. So it's fun though. You know, it's all as fun as it is. Same time we're all professionals and we're just trying to make a good film that everyone appreciates. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will appreciate it. It's gotten a great response. I know the Kickstarter did really well. There's been a lot of people who have seen the trailer and are like, Oh wow. You know, and I've turned as many people onto it as I could. I know there's just been a lot of chatter about it. So it's pretty highly anticipated, I think at this point. So definitely looking forward to that. But let's talk a little bit about your time filming. Obviously, you're out there in the woods, you're in the cabins. You know, what did you think about the filming locations? I know Vince said that there was an old camp that was found and it was the perfect location. What are just some of your thoughts in general when you started filming? Well, we started at this random, um, it was just like a little, not housing lot, I wouldn't say that, but it was like a off-roading spot that had a few houses and we're shooting at someone's this couple's backyard and they're outside doing yard work and you know they're cool about it they're like oh what are you guys shooting we're like, oh friday 13th you know just we're doing a trailer um for this coming friday 13th which i think was in a month or so at that time um they're like oh cool yeah did you guys heard about the camp you're like oh the camp around here yeah we, we drove past it. it's like that uh boy scout camp right and we're like no, 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 there's a band camp up the way a little bit further. And so they pull out their old maps and, you know, Vin went out and scouted it and found it and got it all all set up for us. And I think going up there in the day is one thing. It's a little, little eerie, but it's when it's nighttime. I don't think I got comfortable with our nighttime shoots until maybe two months ago because it's so quiet, it's so dark. Um, the camp itself is 
out in the woods and you're, I mean, you have bats, you have a ton of wildlife, but it's also a mile away from like the nearest road, at least a mile. So to say it was scary was kind of an understatement for me. I was, every single time I was walking around with one of the uh, extra machetes that we had on set or a shovel or something to protect myself. So the camp was scary. Um, and then besides that, everything else was pretty, pretty uh, easy going, except everything that we shot took about, I mean, it took some effort just to get there. We had one where we had to hike up a trail. It's about a mile up this hill. Um, and, you know, carrying, carrying yourself is one thing, but then carrying all extra equipment was another thing. So that's pretty tough as well. Yeah, it sounds like you had kind of a difficult time with your character, from what I understand. Vin told me that not to mention the the walking and the being out in the wilderness and all of that stuff. People obviously are aware of that. But from what I understand, you kind of took a beating on film versus Jason. And Vince told me when he was putting everything together, he's like, you know, I want a, a person in the film that's going to be a, a formidable opponent to Jason. And he said, Drew, you know, fits that perfect. So he said, we, we got physical and he said, it, it's some good, some good stuff. So tell me a little bit about that. I mean, how physical was it for you? It, like compared to what Vince, you know, what Vince was telling us. Well, I've never done any um, stunt fighting, like choreography or anything like that. So I was new to that, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and it was exhausting. You know, we we're doing eight hour days, sometimes more, and we're just, you know, maybe pretend fights, but at the same time, you're exerting your energy into it. And so there's a few times where I got hit or, and luckily we had pads on some of those instances, but one time I took a swing at our stunt uh, double Jason. And instead of not hitting him, I accidentally connected with the mask, which that mask is solid and it split my knuckles down to the bone. So we had to have our EMT, um, close it up for the rest of the day which you know we shot for another eight hours and then at the end of the night she had to reopen it clean it out um and just butterfly wrap it because we had two more days of shooting so that was one instance another day i think i i I fell probably over 200 times just constantly going down and one point um at the end of the day we had the cameraman on top of me like he was resting the camera and himself on my back so he could shoot basically a point of view shot that was looking at my feet as jason grabbed me there's another one so that was a long day but you know it's uh one of those things that like i actually enjoy i get done with those days and i would much rather be overworked than feel like i was underappreciated and, and didn't get anything out of it so i love i mean yeah, I loved, I loved going up against Jason. That was probably one of the most fun, fun shoots I've ever been on. So obviously, you woke up with bumps and bruises and fatigue, muscle soreness. You obviously put in more than a day's work when it came when it came to that. Oh yeah, a lot of those falls are actually real falls, and it's, I, it's one because we had to make it look um, as tiring, exhausting, and as brutal as possible. Um, and the other reason because I'm a little bit clumsy, but I did have some falls that I went straight in my face on a bush or like straight into the ground. Um, and usually the next day after every shoot, I had 
a few bruises on my forearms um, and cuts on my face or cuts on my arms. It, it was little battle scars that I liked. Yeah, so All some of the, the marks on your face that we might see in the film, those are legit. That is not FX. No, there's um, – I mean – I don't think I don't think we saved those ones. There's a cut in my face that's totally effects, um, but it looks as real as it gets. You know, our, our makeup artist is amazing. She made, made everything look so real. Um, and then we're gonna say, oh yeah, it looks so real that at the end of our shoots, you know, sometimes we're we just want to get back to LA because we're two hours away from LA, three hours actually, uh, and more traffic. And we'd be leaving around 11 or one in the morning or, you know, whatever late time it usually was. So we'd stop and we'd get dinner somewhere along the way. And I would walk into a restaurant with a massive, massive gash on my forehead or a bloody nose or ear coming, uh, blood coming out my ears. And I was still in my bloody wardrobe as well. So, you know, not all of it was real, but it looked real enough to where people who were at the restaurant or the gas station where we were stopping did a second take and asked if I were okay. That was okay. Well, I'm sure if you're special effects people with the resume that you said earlier, I'm sure it looks amazing. But yeah, yeah. I'll have to keep that in mind when I do get the chance to watch it that some of these fall downs are actually just out of your clumsiness. So that's pretty cool to hear. We had, we had one where we're shooting in the snow, um, which I don't think is going to make it onto uh into the film but we had one where we were shooting in the snow and i'm running through fresh powder that's you know like knee deep and when i said run and vin told me he's like yeah you're gonna be running through the woods for the beginning part of the film you're basically just gonna be this outdoorsman i'm kind of thinking like oh run you know you mean enjoying the outdoors no then i remember the first first shot that we had of me running i'm kind of jogging i start walking i just hear vin behind camera go fucking run man sprint sprint so then i realized that no i would not be just running or walking i would be doing full sprints and so we had me sprinting through the powder at one point and i took a tumble got up and the powder was so deep that i tumbled again and then one more time yeah they <laughs> so, yeah that's, that one's, it's just working your ass off it sounds like oh yeah he yeah, sure did but it was good. You know, I'd rather put all my effort into something than bullshit it. You know, yeah. Half bullshitting. And those are always the good stories to hear, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the stuff that might make the cut. It may or may not, but either way, it just sounds like you guys had a good time, but it was a lot of work at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a passion project for most of us and. You know, we love what we do. At the same time, we want to do what we love. You know, um, acting is something that I love doing, but it's the genre that, or the character that I'm playing, that that's what I really love, is if I have a character like Kyle, who is strong, he's brave, he's fearless, he can take a beating and still keep going, that's, that's like, my perfect character for me that's I, I don't think it would be like another character I'd rather play than Kyle so it was, it was, I lucked out with this one I can certainly understand that the character and the whole concept I just really like it I'm surprised that someone has not tackled something like this but I think it's really going to go over well 
And one thing that we can chat a little bit about also that Ven had mentioned is for those people whose interpretations after watching the trailer that thought that this film was going to be found footage, which it's not, but it, it did give that impression. And that's sort of the first thing that I thought about when I first saw the trailer is I'm not a big fan of found footage. So my first thought was, damn it, I hope this is not found footage. But so as, as the trailer progresses and you see yourself making these diary entries, I'm sure you would probably agree that for someone first watching that, they might get the impression that it is found footage. But Vince clearly said, you know, for anybody who does think that it is, it's not. There's just some diary entries along the way. So let's talk a little bit about that. Is that when you first yeah. saw the trailer, would you think that yourself also? Um, I could see where that's coming from. But, you know, I, I, knowing Vin as well as I do, I, that would never be something that he would do. That He would be so against that because he likes he likes very beautiful shots, um, camera movements, but not over not making it overly dramatic where you're constantly using like a, um, like one of those, uh, handy cams and it's shaking a bunch. So you feel like as an audience, you need to take Advil just to watch it. He likes shots that are going to describe the scene, describe the character, you know, for Kyle, a lot of his opening shots are beauty shots and it's going to be something where it's perfectly lit. Um, our DP and our, lighting team did a great job of that um and it slides right into this character who you know he, he's got this personality that you kind of are supposed to fall in love with and that's one of the reasons why we did the diaries was uh we wanted to make him seem relatable so that the audience felt some love for the character and they didn't want to see him die so that was the whole point of doing the diaries um but i could totally see where some might watch the first trailers and be like, oh, gosh, not a Blair Witch with Jason in it, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, and I heard other people say the same thing. And then after watching the trailer through, I thought, nah, there's probably a – nowadays with technology, unlike, you know, years back, it wouldn't be uncommon to see a video diary basically like that or uh, something similar. But after watching it all the way through, I thought, no, it's not going to be found footage. It'll, it's just basically diary entries. There'll probably be a handful of them throughout the film, which Vince, when he did come on, he did explain that. Yeah, there's going to be a few of those from time to time, but it's certainly not found footage. So I think that everybody who, you know, didn't want it to be was certainly alleviated once they heard that. But either yeah. way, the trailer just turned out badass. I love the drone views and it's just, oh, I, yeah, I mean, it's, Watching that, it's like, holy shit, this is that's what Friday's been missing is the drone views. But obviously, yeah. you know, years ago, 30 plus years ago, that wasn't what was happening. But with modern technology, it's a nice, fresh take on Friday. Oh, yeah. And it kind of gives you uh, an idea of the landscape that, you know, Jason lives in and also that Kyle's dealing with. And so it's, it's cool to see those shots come into play. And he's such a big factor in the movie because it's. For me, when I watched the trailers, those were the shots that really pulled me in. And I remember when I saw the first trailer, um, I think one of the first shots is from a drone's perspective. And a lot of me running from, from the drone's perspective. And I saw and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is real. Like, this is awesome. You know, and it's gravitating. And it's definitely a drone shot to do it, too. 
Yeah, and I've heard other people make that comment, too, about the drones. And some of them were actually Friday the 13th alumni that I showed the trailer to. And they're like, wow, that's the first thing that they said was, wow, the drones. Holy shit, that's badass. So yeah. there's a lot of people that are definitely appreciating that. And it uh, it's definitely a good take on Friday. I, I really like that idea and hope to see a lot more of the drone views in the movie. Yeah, no, he's, the other thing with Ben is that uh, he definitely covers as much as he can, so if there might there might be each shot might just look like one shot, but he actually covers it from just about every angle he could. Uh, so whether it was a close up or a wide shot or a drone, you know, he got every angle he could just so that way we weren't missing anything. And uh, you know, he's one hell of an editor, but we also have a great editing team as well. So it's they've got a lot to work with. Yeah, it sounds like the team is just very talented all the way around. And I think that once this video hits, I think this is going to open up a lot of doors for you because it's not a typical Friday hack down slasher like what we're used to seeing where Jason just hacks up a bunch of people. It's a different take on Friday, and I think it's going to really display your acting talent and lead to other things for you. At least I hope that it does anyway. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, we definitely, um, you know, we sat down and just about Kyle's character mainly, Ben and I, and he, he told me what he wanted to do. He wanted to make it someone who the audience would believe could actually stand up to Jason. But at the same time, he wanted to make it so that this character isn't just one of those badass sort of dudes. Like, this character has depth to him. Um, he's got love for the outdoors. He's got love for his family. He's got uh, some sense of pride in himself. And at the same time, he's trying to do as much as he can for that's going to be showing his audience that he is an outdoorsman, but then also that he cares for his love of nature. And so that was kind of, you know, towards the end, you can definitely see him, see that side of him come into play. Uh, I can't, I can't really tell anything without spoiling it. So I'll stop there before I keep going. But yeah, you know, he's a, yeah, that's understandable. Um, we definitely don't want to spoil anything. Uh, Vince will kick our ass if we do that. So, <laughs> but character preparation-wise, how much how much did you actually have to do? I mean, how difficult was it for you to actually get in character? Is some of that is some of that also how kind of how you are? I mean, was it an easy, an easy transition compared to some of your other roles? Yeah, luckily Kyle and I are a lot alike. Um, I'm usually outside. I try to be outside majority of the day. Um, Kyle was not have a son. I have a son, uh, but you know, like he, I love camping. I was a boy scout growing up. Um, I played baseball in high school, college. And, you know, I was one of those guys that even if I was hurt, like I broke my fingers or I popped out my collarbone. Um, I kept playing through it. And which is also why I had to quit, <laughs> but it's nice to have a character who you can, who resonates a lot with yourself. So, but, you know, even saying that, I still would get my script, uh, which changed often, but I'd get my script and I'd sit down with my coach and we'd go over what Kyle's feelings were in each scene. And luckily it was a lot of things that he was dealing with. I had dealt with in the past. So I was able to bring myself into that character, into that mode. Um, and then just put it on, on set the second I got there. But, you know, it was, uh, a lot of detail went into Kyle, and I think there there was never a time where Vin actually felt completely comfortable until the end of it with uh, 
each line, each movement that Kyle makes. So he was always giving me perfect direction. So it made it a lot easier as the actor rather than just having a director who's like, okay, go free, go free for all, do whatever you want to do. And then I'll tell you if it's good or not. I actually got to get into each scene and then kind of coached me on what he wanted to see and what the camera, what would be perfect for the camera. And also, I don't know how to sell forward like Ben does. Ben knows exactly what shot's going to work, what shot we might need, what movement is going to work. And so from the small details, like doing a slow turn or doing a fast turn, um, he coached me and gave me all the advice I could use to make this character even better. So it sounds like it was a an easy transition in general. I mean, obviously you felt at home out in the woods and everything, but there was some transition to get to get comfortable, like you said, not to mention the conditions of the dark wilderness, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, so like I said, I was just curious as far as how that went. Yeah, yeah, it was a, I would say it was a pretty easy transition. Uh, the, the good part about the camp and everything is that, I didn't have to fake being scared because majority of the time I was actually freaked out at these camp at the camp. So it was kind of, it was perfect, you know, in that sense. Well, now that everything's done basically, and it's, it's headed to post just reflecting now, what what are your thoughts now that basically everything's done? You've, you've, you know, put the work in, you put the sweat in, you've, you've, you know, taken the beating, the bumps and the bruises. What are your just overall thoughts? Like, wow, I can't believe we just did this and this is going to drop soon. Uh, just what are your overall thoughts now? Um, overall, I'm, I'm like so happy because, you know, this is a passion project, like I was saying earlier of mine, that is a story that I really love because I don't get to do much, action or horror. I'd never get to do horror, um, but to be able to do something that not only that I love, but also with such high value to it was extremely rewarding. And I remember the day we finished, it's, it's weird to get off set and realize that you're not going to be seeing these people that you've been seeing day in and day out uh, for almost a year now um, because now this project's out of our hands. And I'm just hoping, you know, uh, Ben did cover both sides of the ending. Uh, so I'm just hoping that we are all, all able to work again together because we were like, we we're just a tight knit Friday the 13th family basically at the end of this. Yeah. Like I said, having talked a lot with, with Ben, he's uh, definitely a friend of the show and I, I talk to him regularly. So I've, uh, been made aware of some things that obviously we we can't talk about here. So I can, I can certainly imagine, you know, what it, what the whole experience was like. And I'm sure that now it's just, it's just going to suck playing the anticipation waiting game. Like, you know, the shit's done and you just want to see the final, you know, the final product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's always something new coming up that I get excited for. Uh, for example, we, we still have one more shoot left, not scheduled shoot, but you know, just to, get a few extra pickups and perfect uh, different parts um, that we're going to do. So I'm excited to see Vin again and see some of the boys that we, that are going to come with us. Um, and then, you know, he wants to, he wants to do like a big release party for it. So that's going to be another exciting thing is getting together with everyone and actually watching the final product rather than seeing small scenes or, or rough scenes, you know? So, it sucks, but at the same time, it's 
anticipation there. And I can't wait to just actually see it all finished. Yeah, definitely. We're all definitely looking forward to that. So, yeah, so you're basically done with Never Hike Alone, just a couple other things to do. So now that that's done, what do you have working on currently or future projects that you'd like to share? Um, you know, I a lot of things right now got put on hold just with Friday the 13th, or with Never Hike Alone, because we were so, everything was so hard to coordinate with people's schedules just because everyone's doing this other free time that it, it had to be on people's off days. Uh, so I did put a lot of stuff on hold. I had worked on one short, which is just a small sort of musical uh, film. It's called Freya, F-R-E-Y-J-A. It's about a woman who looks back on her life. Uh, she's a cabaret dancer. She looks back on her life and kind of sees the mistakes she made um, and regrets the way she lived. Uh, so that was that one should be out pretty soon. I'm not totally sure when. Um, and then, you know, besides that, I kind of mostly just do commercials. And a lot of the guys that we worked with all want to work together again. So we're trying to put some script together, scripts together as well and just continue working on stuff that we enjoy rather than working for higher on things that we have no passion towards, you know. So it's a lot easier to make something look good when you love it rather than try to make something look good that you don't care about. Yeah. So it sounds like one of them. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, you're, you're busy and you've got some other good stuff coming up and probably after never hike alone is released, I'm sure that's probably going to even lead to other opportunities. So best of luck to you in that. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, it's a life of a struggling actor. I like to tell my friends is I, work on films and I try to work as much as possible, but at the same time, I'm still working at a restaurant, waiting tables, working as much as I can, as often as I can to make money so that way I can go and shoot films like this um, and just be able to have freedom in doing whatever I want to do as opposed to, you know, not being able to work as an actor in the future. So it's Oh, definitely. Fun. It's good. So, it sounds like you're from what I understand the, in the typical kind of Hollywood startup phase of your life. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fun well, of uh, running around from job to job just to get work. Yeah. Like I said, I know from talking to other actors, they've, they've kind of said the same thing about, you know, Hey, I might be in these films or these commercials or TV shows, whatever, but I still have another job. And a lot of people think that Hollywood is all glamor and, you know, everybody's, famous and a millionaire at blah, 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 but that's really not how it is. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, but it, it's, it's worth it. You know, at the same time to do what you love is one thing. But yeah, definitely. Time for it. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, follow your passion, you know? Yeah. We had, um, Deborah Voorhees who was, I think she was, Tracy, I want to say, in the fourth one. I'm not totally sure on the name. I think that was her. She was um, in part five. She was uh, Tina in five. Yeah, yeah, Tina. Um, she called and she saw she saw the trailer and she thought it was great. She loved it. She um, just really loved the story in itself. That it was something that she wasn't totally sure would please everyone because it is one on one. So you not as many deaths that you get to see, but at the same time you're 
she understood the whole idea of like falling in love with a character and seeing the um, love that we all had for this project and for Friday itself. So that was nice to have that and have her talk to us about everything that we're doing and that we're doing it right, you know, to have that reiterated in our brains and not to worry about the lack of kills because we're all, we are just doing a short. We're not doing a full feature. We were able to have all this time to keep shooting um, a longer script, but it was nice to have that uh, sort of put back into our heads. It's not about the kills. It's about Jason and how scary he is because what ultimately you want to do is to just give your audience that rush of, Oh God, here comes the ass murder machete guy oh definitely and coming from a friday the 13th alum on top of also now she's directing films and has projects i'm sure that was yeah. super cool to to hear from her so awesome yeah that's great yeah she got her i think it's called catching up and the list yes which book those look great too yes she has uh a couple projects like i said uh since you mentioned the list i'll go ahead and mention that you can have your own chance to be killed in a horror film. If you can go to Voorheesfilms.com and sign up to be on the list, there's some details where you can enter in chances to star in the film and actually be killed. So definitely go and check that out also. But uh, anyways, I'm glad you had some time to come on and talk for a little bit, Drew. Uh, best of luck to you, and I'm really looking forward to Never Hike Alone. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, and uh, good luck to everything with you. I can't wait to talk to you again and see what you think of the film. Yeah, definitely. We'll uh, we'll have you and uh, I'll give a little teaser. We'll have uh, you and Vince on after the movie comes out. That way we can talk about the things that we couldn't talk about before. So just a little teaser on an upcoming episode down the road. Awesome. That's been fun. Well, all right. That wraps up another episode of Return to Camp Blood. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our Facebook page or you can email at feedback at campbloodpodcast.com. This episode was brought to you by Never Hike Alone from Womp Stomp Films. Until next time.